0: What's up everybody, it's Jeffrey Liles, you're listening to Liles Movie Files. Joining me tonight is the one and only little brother, Jace, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, bro, how are
0: you? I'm doing pretty good for Wednesday. Uh, We're a few minutes away now from the Lakers playing the Heat in the finals, so hopefully 2020 can get redeemed just a little bit by my Lakers getting this win and getting one
1: for Kobe. Okay. I was going to say, really, does that help? But it's like, yeah, that's a good reason for it to, you know, attribute a tribute for Kobe this year. That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's
0: get into the news, because we're Lyle's Movie Files, not Lyle's Sports Files. What? Let's start off with the first news of the day here. Netflix is always looking for new content. And as we know, they are never at a loss for options, even if they cancel some of their shows. Next up is a live-action Conan the Barbarian series in development. Are you
1: interested? Yes. Conan the Barbarian is one of those easy shows like Xena, Warrior, Princess. Like, it doesn't cost that much, but you just have some kick action, bare minimum of story, just random, you know, enough blood to make it entertaining. I'm all in.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like this is a no-brainer, easy win for Netflix. They have to find that right balance of getting somebody that's charismatic, but doesn't need to talk that much. Who's super super, super muscular, super muscular and can swing a sword convincingly. It's
1: really, I mean, I think the hardest thing for that is going to be is we're like from a certain demographic, we're going to compare whoever the lead actor is to Arnold and even just like I mean, I follow like a pro bodybuilding, and they don't have even anyone like that kind of caliber, like a bodybuilder you could transfer over to Conan. So I don't know who you have in that role. Who I mean, who who they're thinking about? But I think if they can just kind of have like a actor, we're like, oh okay, that that's I can I can buy this dude as Conan. I mean, we we can't put Jason Momoa in everything. So if you just kind of give him a decent enough actor give him enough size and like i said enough care charisma
0: we'll, we'll all sign up for it. now jason did do uh, a whack conan remake a few years back and it's a shame because it was uh he was good the movie was just bad and i feel like he's done a few conan style projects and it's kind of like a yeah, let that one go. You don't wanna be and not that he'd be typecast, of course, but it's just like let somebody else do it. Get a relative unknown and, and base the show around that person as opposed to oh look he's finally getting to do a, a good Conan.
1: I was gonna say is have you watched is that uh Apple TV Conan kind I mean thing he's working on? Is that out yet?
0: It's out. I haven't watched it. I mean oh. I should, but I'm kinda of backlogged on a bunch of stuff. Okay. Marvel Studios has cast It's Miss Marvel for the Disney Plus TV series. She is a newcomer, Amon Balani. Hopefully, I said her name correct. If not, my apologies. And I will get it right later. Um, Miss Marvel is going to be a big part of this next phase of Disney Plus TV shows. We've gotten a lot of announcements on the Disney Plus Marvel front. The movie line is kind of quiet, but I think if this next phase features more TV shows, leading into, you know, a movie here and there, I think that's almost a better way to approach it because it's a fresh way to do it, It takes advantage of Disney+, and introduces these characters in a way that the Netflix shows never really were really able to and connect with the larger
1: Marvel Universe. What do you think? Well, I I think, especially when when we've lost the original Avengers crew, it's good to build up the newer, newer characters because it's like you don't have Iron Man as a jump-off point from like five other characters now. You don't have Rhodey coming in. You don't have Nick Fury to base King Shield in there then to get uh, Cap and all this. But now you can do it on the small screen. It's like, okay, we're going to give you a whole lot more story of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So then when we bring out Baron Zemo in Baron Zemo costume, in an avengers movie you're all in uh when i mean wanda bring out anything and i i, I know and i i want to get back to your original your original thing you said uh with the casting of ms marvel I, don't, I know did you ever watch uh, runaways no i didn't okay well it's on disney plus it's actually a good show but i it's funny like i if you had Ms. Marvel in my head, I would, like, the girl who played Gert on Runaways, right so I'm like, because she had that uh, a really cool personality in the show. I think she would do it. She, I think she would have done a great job, but since they actually Marvel in the actual Marvel universe, you couldn't recast her uh, to do another role, but I think she, she'd be another fun, I mean, Ms. Marvel is another fun character to help build up some of the new characters <laughs> in, uh, the uh, MCU. So I'm, I'm excited for what they're doing, what, what they're doing right now. Okay. So apparently
0: that uh, Samuel L. Jackson Disney plus series is going to be a Nick Fury show. So we may go back to a shield in the Disney plus universe, which could be interesting and could show him going around finding this new generation of heroes to kind of replace the Avengers, which could be really neat. So maybe we'll see him pop up in Miss Marvel and WandaVision
1: and all these other things, but I mean, I mean, I guess the other thing is having Nick Fury in his own series does not preclude any of the other guys from Agents of Shield from popping back in because there's, I mean, like everybody's like, is Quake gonna appear in the show? It's like there's nothing that stops any of them. Like Nick Fury was in, in the first two seasons of Agents of Shield. So there's nothing that stops him, I mean, any of those characters from coming into his series, especially since they're wrapped up, and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, we can bring S.H.I.E.L.D., like, we mean we might not have Coulson, but it's like, if we want to have him, like, on the phone with Mac or something like that, there's nothing that stops that, I mean, like, and I think that would be a, a cool thing, it's like, hey, it's like, there's S.H.I.E.L.D., S.H.I.E.L.D., but, you know, Mick Fury's in, the, in space, I mean, with all of the trolls so who knows what he's doing, so.
0: All right. Joining us now is the one and only Chief. How are you?
2: Man. Hey, man. What's going on?
0: Cool. So we were talking about Nick Fury, the TV series that looks like it's coming Disney Plus with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, wow. Jace is, okay. Jace has all kinds of thoughts on it. What's your take on it?
2: This is the first time I'm hearing it, but I love when something comes to a platform with the characters from the movie, these you know the same actors. That to me always uh makes anything better. And you know Sam, you know, it's Sam, man. So, um I think it'll be good, you know, just because of that. And it's the thing about having your own platform and putting out your own content is you won't have to worry about cancellation. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> You can run. You can run a program. You know, for as long as you want. Even if you have only a select few people, you know, audience who watch it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to next Fury. You know, it should be decent. I guess it'll be what more or less, uh, him hunting or dealing with uh, alien. Is that that's how it's gonna be marketed?
0: I'm not sure. They haven't said a whole lot in terms of what they're gonna do with it, but. I like the idea of him just running rogue, just uh, maybe chasing out some remnant Hydra agents and possibly recruiting the next generation of heroes into an Avengers program. It
2: should, so should be yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Emily Van Camp has wrapped up her filming on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So while that doesn't necessarily mean the filming of the whole show is done, Hopefully this means we're getting closer to actually getting some news in terms of when that will be released. Assuming that is 2021, what's the best case scenario for you, Jace, January, February, March or second quarter?
1: I, I'd say I'd say early first quarter um, with the editing process. If, they, if they're wrapping up, it's end of September now. Got enough like if they have to do any reshoots. Uh, if, we, if we can get it by March, that'd be a good thing. I mean, maybe maybe Valentine's Day. Um, I mean, I think that would probably be like the earliest. But Disney, I mean, honestly, Disney like will surprise people. Like I know I I think like Mandalorian wasn't announced until it was like, oh yeah, we're about to do it. It's like, oh, we're ready. Like it, yeah, it's that's even, October
0: 30th. It's so far away, even though it's like, oh man, we're getting hype, we're ready for it. But yeah. we basically
1: have to wait all of
0: October for it. Yeah. And Chief, so. my my question here is. Would you prefer, I know you want all the episodes right away. No no waiting, no week-to-week release, but they're going to do that. And to avoid spoilers, you're going to have to watch it week-to-week. Now, they've got WandaVision coming out at some point in December, but would you want to have Falcon and Winter Soldier immediately follow that, or would you rather wait a little while, like maybe a month or so, before they get into another Marvel show?
2: To be honest with you, man, I... I need some content. Um, you know, what I mean, like this has been a serious of year without content. So I'll probably be geeking for as much content as they, you know, as they as they want to put out, um, and when they put it out, um, I'm, you know, I'm. We've been devoid of everything. This has been a lousy year for movies. Uh, you know, um, so. You know, WandaVision, they can wait a couple of weeks, drop the new one, you know, drop the Falcon, you know, even a month after. But I don't want to wait six, eight months, you know what I mean, for something else to drop. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, I'll I'll sit back a month or so and not complain. And then, you know, that thing needs to drop. That thing needs to be in there. Because a month will give uh, people to uh, like who people who haven't seen the Wanda thing to catch up on it and binge watch it, too. So they'll be ready when that next month clears to, you know, to jump up on this new one. So, yeah. Okay. Now, Jace,
0: Marvel is not, they're going to do something that's going to disappoint you. They are recasting one of the roles of somebody that's been established in the MCU for the Hawkeye series. They are going to bring Mockingbird into Hawkeye, but they are not bringing back Adrian Padalecki to play the role of Bobby. What, what's your take? I know you're, you're you're nodding. You're not happy. Why is this? I wonder. I mean, I
1: I mean, I, I actually I liked her character in um, Shield, and I think it's because that character, and I, and I always and I'm always kind of confused. It Mockingbird and Hawkeye are kind of paired the same way as. Uh, green arrow and black canary are I'm, I'm never really sure if that was the case or i just kind of got it confused when i was a kid and just kind of stuck with that but if it's not i thought she did a good job uh and uh, uh adrienne did a good job in the role i mean i think she had good chemistry with hunter and i think that's probably why they're like yeah let's just go with an, another character and actually have her dress as a mockingbird kind of character versus just having the sticks, like she wasn't shield. Um,
0: That's what she has in the comic.
1: I know. She never wore an outfit. I mean, she she I means she always was like codenamed Mockingbird, um, but they never had her like in an outfit. I don't know. I I'm actually kind of doubting they will actually put her in a full fledged Mockingbird outfit, just because how they did not put Hawkeye in a full fledged Hawkeye outfit. I mean, his best outfit was I think was the Age, uh, Age of Ultron, and after that. He didn't have mm-hmm. anything. so I, I mean, I guess, I guess my thing is like I would I would like to see her back. I, who who do they have? Who are they saying they're having in mind for ca- casting?
0: Haven't announced it. They're just saying they're recasting the role. And that's the word on the streets. It's not like Marvel's coming out with a tweet saying, "Hey, we're going to recast this role." Okay. It's, uh,
1: just a popular rumor on the road on the streets. Well, I mean, again, I'm trying to figure out how much. How many how long Hawkeye series is really gonna go? It's like it's gonna be basically like what is it, one season and then Hawkeye I mean Jeremy Renner's gonna be done with the role?
0: I think all of these are gonna be basically eight, six to eight episodes and in some cases they'll transition to the big screen, like She Hawk and Miss Marvel. And I don't know if that means they won't have a second season or if it's just these seasons on Disney Plus are gonna be used to introduce the characters. Chief, which way would you like to see it? Chief. He's
2: on mute. Yeah, my fellow. I was muted out. Um, I said, I don't really have a preference. I said Jeremy. So Jeremy Renner is going to be Hawkeye, though.
0: So in the comic book, uh, during one of those times where he's dead or missing, whatever, because this happens like every other month with Marvel, um, another character, Kate Bishop, takes out the role of Hawkeye, and she just keeps it, right? And even though, um, you know, he comes back, she's he's fine with her staying Hawkeye, too. And so this series is basically going to be the transition from Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye to Kate Bishop's Hawkeye.
2: Uh, and I don't know if that okay. means he gets
0: killed or if he just goes off into the farm with his family.
2: So this is after everything?
0: This is going to be after Endgame.
2: Okay. Uh, I guess he's just going to go off with his family. I mean, how many times they're gonna take him away from his family and kill everybody, or kill, kill
0: him? him? You can only do that one time
2: for its working. Right. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, man. I guess, man. I, you know, I never watched. I was never a big like you guys like arrow. I don't know for whatever reason. The only time I watch a movie with a dude with shooting arrows is Robin Hood. I, I like. I I don't know if that's totally uh. like like Hawkeye was never my cup of tea you know I liked him in the movies don't get me wrong he had his purpose in the Avengers movies and things like that but I don't know if I would enjoy a Hawkeye movie I don't know
0: I figured that Kate Bishop Hawkeye is probably going to be a member of a Young Avengers or Avengers cast I don't think they would make her a solo
2: movie project yeah, I hope you know. I hope you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I can see her paired with someone. I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's that uh, young. And then she, when her when her mother, her mother was in that in that Young Avengers TV show. Her mother was uh, she was somebody. And I can't think. of, She was some kind of supervillain. I think you're accusing her with Young Justice. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think
0: you're Artemis. Okay,
2: Artemis. Okay. I, Artemis. Okay. Yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So, But the young Avengers may be something that we do see come to the big screen. That is basically the generation of of kids who decide we can fill the roles of the Avengers even though we're not related to them for the most part or have any real close ties to them. WandaVision is going to supposedly introduce the idea that Wanda and Vision have twins, sons. And there are two characters that were featured in Young Avengers. Uh, there's another one uh, who's a black guy who holds a shield. It's basically, I mean, he calls himself Patriot. He is basically Captain America, the leader of the team. And there's Hopeling, a uh, Skrull Kree who has the ability to change his shape and basically just decides to look kind of like a blonde Hulk. And that's his deal. So, and then they also have Iron Lad, who is like a silver and red version of Iron Man, who's a younger version. and won't tell you who he is, but at some point in this in the series, they come in conflict with Kang, the Conqueror, who is going to be introduced in Ant-Man and the Boss too. So, or Ant-Man three, whichever way you want to do this number. So, you guys interested maybe in this Young Avengers movie, or are you kind of like eh, I don't like younger kids in movies?
1: I'm going to go with your last statement. I'm not really sure I want to go with a young Avengers after Avengers. It's like, oh, wait, who are these guys? I mean, especially it's like, I don't have any connection with them. I'm not going to be It's like, if you said like, say Morgan, uh, Tony Stark's daughter, like I guess there's an extended edition where you see like an older Morgan and she becomes power armor or something like that and then joins like, Young Avengers like, okay, oh, I got I got some into this new, Young Avengers, but it's like a bunch. I mean, it almost is like a bunch of throwing, thrown together characters. And I'm like, um, I mean, of course, if it's Marvel, you're already going to give it that grain. Like, yeah, go see it. You, I mean, y'all will give me a trail and then I'll be excited. But in year 2020, when this probably wouldn't come out till maybe 2022, 20, 23, I'm not excited right now.
2: Chief, how about you? Uh, I, you know, I won't mind that. I wanna uh, I don't know, if, like, like Jay said, I don't know if Young Avengers could be the name, but I, I you know, I won't, uh, you know, Marvel is blue magic right now, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, everybody's on the, you know, when, uh, that blue magic hit the street, man, that was the one that, you know, everybody was on blue magic, you know what I mean? um so i think that uh you know anything marvel puts out will be probably decent film i don't you know i mean they'll probably have to tweak some characters and do some things i don't know if you want to see the same exact powers from another group of of marvel you know of quote unquote Avenger guys you know they're gonna have to change the powers on them or something i don't want to i I don't know if i want to see another iron man or so on and so forth I, I, you, I, you may not know the answer to this, but I'm going to wait for this. When is the next Doctor Strange movie? That's <laughs> that, what I'm looking for, too. That,
0: that's... Uh, everything got thrown in the blender when um, when COVID hit. So I think their original plan was for this to come out. Like, if everything worked out the way they wanted, I think it was supposed to come out next November.
2: They're mm. kidding me.
0: Well, I mean... You know, they they were going to put out WandaVision. And I think I remember at this point that they said that Dr. Strange is going to show up to lead into WandaVision or lead into Dr. Strange, too, because Wanda was going to be a part of that film, too. So, you know, one has to come before the other in this case. And, you know, if you can't shoot, you can't shoot. So I know they're doing their TV shows, but I think just the way they tell their stories. Some things have to come before something else. And it's like, well, wait, I don't know what you're talking about. When did Bucky get killed? So you can't show that before we find out the Bucky's dead. Not saying that he's dead, so no spoiler, but just <laughs> throwing it out there. All right, winding down here, got some Star Wars news for you guys. The top five films at the box office this past weekend were interesting because one of them included a Star Wars movie. And it's not the most recent one. It's The Empire Strikes Back. Brought in nine hundred eight thousand uh, dollars this weekend, playing in two thousand and ninety seven theaters. Was that, theater that is uh, There's no distinguishing between the two okay. in this case. But the fact that people actually paid to go to the theater watching Empire Strikes Back is kind of cool. It's the fortieth anniversary. I'm sure parents brought their kids so they could experience the full flavor of Empire Strikes Back
1: on the big screen, not their TV screen. You know, the funny thing is, I wonder which version they showed. I mean, like, because I'm sure they have, I mean, like the movie theaters have access to one we saw, like when we were growing up as kids before George Lucas kind of reimagined things, you know, added some stuff, technological innovations in there. That he said he always wanted to put in there, it's like mm-hmm. Luke actually says, you know, nothing falling down Chef, Versus, yeah, no. yeah that, was,
0: that was terrible. Bring me my shuttle, just leave that line. I mean, there, there's some things that were better and some that were not. It's like, I think
1: Empire have little-
0: my have my starship prepared for my arrival. No, 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 no. Just the
1: pissed off. Bring my shuttle. <laughs> yeah. How many times have you been killing people just randomly? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was way too many
0: words at that point in the movie. It's like, like
1: oh, yes, but uh, now I'm ready for my cup of tea while I, while I arrive at my shuttle. Exactly. Like, so I can bring me my shuttle basically means if you don't bring me my shuttle, I will fring, fling you from Cloud City. Right. Just heads up. Yeah. yeah
0: Chief, you had to go to a drive-in to see Empire
2: Strikes back? No. That's not <laughs> Interesting. Seeing empires. I'm not I'm not paying for the gambling when I can watch it right here right here in my house. I mean, uh, you know, I've been to your house, you've got a big screen T V. You've been to my house, I've got a big screen T V. You know. Jace, I'm sure you are working with a, a a nice size TV over there. Uh yeah. Go to Prime, hit uh select Empire Strikes Back and I can watch it right here in the house, man. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah, that. I don't understand Paying for a movie that I have at home, and then going out and repaying for it again. Um, why can't the kids watch it at the house? I mean, I'm sure everybody. If you went out to see it, chances are you probably owned it.
0: I gotta be honest oh. with you, Chief. If they played it at the drive-in near me, I would have gone to go see
2: it. Like I'm literally, I, don't, I don't, literally would have driven out there to go see it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, on a Friday night, nothing to do but if it was in a movie theater, would you? No, no, absolutely oh, not what, in a theater. Okay, no. well, that's my point, you know what I mean? I mean, how many drive-ins are there?
0: I don't know, but the one closest to us, let me tell you where they're playing starting this weekend. The Adams Family and Hocus Pocus.
2: Mm, Hocus Pocus was the shit.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm not doing that, though. I mean, that's not a double feature to get me to drive out to go see... Mm-hmm.
1: But if you got kids, that's probably a really good one. It's like, you just like, hey, I'll, you guys stay in the car. I will literally go over to the back part of the drive-thru just to be on my phone, not away from you for like an hour and a half.
2: Listen, I ain't got no kids, but, you know, I, I used to love some Hocus Pocus.
0: Well,
2: i see, put a spell on you.
0: Adam's Family and Hocus Pocus. I mean, Adam's Family is entertaining for what it is.
2: It's funny. And if you, if you like Hocus Pocus, go for it, man. Yeah, man, I, you know, one of the folks I enjoyed it, man. I love, I love to watch the witches walk in unison. <laughs> you know. All right,
0: last thing here. Alden Enrich says that the solo Star Wars story franchise is not a huge part of his life anymore.
1: You can't fire me. And I quit. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not your fault, dude. Right. Just, I, mean, like, I mean, in 20 years, you'll go to conventions, you'll be Han Solo, you'll be okay with it. I mean, right now, you're a little mad, but don't worry about it, man. Jake, Jake Long hopefully will come back into the fold. But like, man, y'all, saw Listen to hey, y'all hated me, but then y'all saw Ray. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hold on, this is the dude that played Han Solo. Yeah. Why? Why is he so? What? I thought everybody liked Han Solo. Um. That was Well, I mean, solo. apparently they're not going
0: forward with anything Solo. I mean, I feel like with Disney Plus,
2: so why would that be a part, a major part of his life? That, that's that's the whole. You know what I mean? That's exactly it. Why would he make that say?
0: Yeah, that's an excellent question, Gene, because it is kind of seeming a bit silly because, hey, dude, nobody's focused on you anymore. Anyway.
2: Right. I don't understand how that would become a – like, nobody does a movie and it's like, yo, that movie was the biggest, you know, the major part of my life. So I, I don't get that, you know. I mean, you did a movie, cuz. So if you did – you you was an actor in Die Hard, would Die Hard become a major part of your life? You just – you did you did solo, man. Okay. Congratulations. That depends if you, you got know, killed in a movie.
0: If you were Hans Gruber, it should be a memorable part of your life.
2: Yeah, uh, rest and rest in peace to my man. He was a great actor. Professor Snape.
0: Right. Two iconic roles. All right, so yeah. that's that. Uh, Jace, you'd be happy to know that Disney has some big plans for Darth Bane across multiple upcoming projects.
1: I am interested. I would like to press one for more information. <laughs> you would like to know more. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm going to try and be not as nuanced in this answer. But if I know at one point Disney said, hey, we're going to actually kind of, we did not understand Star Wars, but we just tried to throw some crap together, try to make you buy it and say it was great. But then they said, we need to learn about like Star Wars. We need we need to know what all everything they made this take so we can make another last Jedi piece of doo doo. Or as Chief says chocolate daddy. By trying to do Dark Bane, I that's like, hey, that is so far away from all of the other Star Wars stuff that they have some really cool like war of the Jedi versus Sith, where it's not the rule of two. It's literally just a whole crap load of Sith and a whole lot of Jedi and Jedi, aren't these monk warriors, they're like, I mean, like, if you saw, like, the animated version of Jedi, the one that went out right before Revenge of the Sith, where, I mean, it's, I mean, Mace Windu's fighting off, like, a thousand uh, B2 battle droids, that's kind of how the Jedi of old were, so, you can really do some fun stuff in that era, and you don't have to worry about canon or pissing off all of us, because you have no clue what Luke Skywalker would do, all you have to do is just understand, hey, at the end of it, he's the one who makes the rule of two. There's three books really easy to just follow, and you can make a great series with, and just go from there, and you always have the eye. I mean, there's always talk of Revan, so it's like, just follow this, and if you don't screw this up, we will definitely come with you all for Revan, which, trust me, is just going to be printing out money if they do it right, too.
2: I guess the, is he, is, so. This is going to be centered around him. He'll be the "quote unquote" hero.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the actual Sith who comes up with the rule of
2: two. Yeah, no, no. What what I'm saying is they're doing a series over him. That means like he's the he's the main character in a sense. And I and when I say hero, I, I mean it lightly. Like this is we're watching his series, so he's not going to uh, get killed. You know, killed off or nothing. Right? Is that what we're saying?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to be uh, okay The I mean the rule of Sith is you basically eventually your apprentice is going to exceed
2: you no no I know but these are his adventures before so-called the death happens right because a uh, Darth Bane would then um, with how many Sith before Darth Plagueis
1: that's like a, it's like, generation.
2: like a, it's generations
1: generations right no it's like it's basically like there's like a gap of maybe like a thousand years between.
2: Okay. okay.
1: Is, I mean, yeah, between Plagueis and Darth Bane.
2: So Darth Bane came. He had the rule of two. So then you're looking at what rudimentary lightsabers. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure he had, a, he had a fancy right? you was young Darth Bane. You know what I mean? One, one of those shows where you root for the bad guy. You know what I mean? He's he's out there doing his thing. I guess before you know, I mean he's maybe he, he starts off he's an apprentice.
1: No well, yeah, he starts off in it like I I I give you from what I remember this story. Uh he starts off like as a warrior He's drafting into the Sith Army. Um they don't know he has any force powers. Then he kinda upgrades, you know, comes an apprentice. M- more big giant war. And then after he, you know, makes his decision, rule or two, how many years later he gets an apprentice, how he starts, I mean, his rise to power. I mean, and kind of like you see the genesis of what ends up being Palpatine. It's like, okay, here's this, the ground floor, but here's years of random battles you can do, like kind of like that Mandalorian fight where they're, uh, gosh, we're in that war. Like once he actually takes a child off world, where he has that small scale like battle with the AAT. You could do plenty of episodes like that while he's just a random soldier. I mean like,
0: there's a lot of T V episodes possible here, huh?
1: Oh, I I mean again, you you could if you wanted to stretch this five good seasons, you could do it easily.
0: <laughs> well, there are no new stories that coming out of Star Wars, so that that's the only thing I'm a little worried about
1: if there's no stories there's no comic books as far as i know no i mean so you have wide open space to just kind of if you just have guys who understand star wars run the show you'll be fine
2: yeah good deal um yeah look yeah i watch that i watch like i said i love i love lightsabers if there's lightsabers in it come yeah. we- in.
0: I'm really starting to think that I should record the show with the fellas on Fridays because literally every week for the past few weeks, past month at least, after we finish recording the show, something big happens. And because I'm still editing this episode, I decided I am just going to add on a little bit based on the news from Wednesday night. The big one, of course, was that Jamie Foxx may be re- reprising his role as Electro not in a Sony version of The Amazing Spider-Man, but the Tom Holland Spider-Man universe. Which would be, I guess, the second crossover of Spider-Man character from the Sony films coming in over to the MCU version. Saw that already with J.K. Simmons. But Jamie Foxx's Electro is one of those odd choices because, honestly, it didn't seem like a whole lot of people loved his version, his costume, and just the whole movie. You can go on my site, LylesMovieFiles.com. You can see my review. I am unapologetically a fan of the movie. I think there's a lot happening, a lot going on. It kind of felt like a Spider-Man thing. And I really loved Andrew Garfield's take on Spider-Man. It's probably second now to Tom Holland because I just think that he has the perfect take on Spider-Man. But his version actually made jokes and had a lot of villains. And while the costume designs weren't great, They had a lot of elements that made for a good Spider-Man comic. And I don't know why people hate on it, but I liked it. And I don't necessarily think that Jamie Foxx's Electro was one of those strong aspects of it. He's probably not one of the characters that I'd go, oh, they should bring him back. If anything, I'd love for them to come up with some way to bring in Gwen Stacy. But that would be kind of weird since Tom Holland's so much younger than Emma Stone at this point. Anyway, I think this is this is really fascinating if they go this direction and with Doctor Strange uh Multiverse and the madness of the Multiverse, whatever that title is for that movie, when that's coming out, I think it could open up the possibilities for so many other things. Maybe the Mahershala Ali Blade will see a team up with Wesley Snipes Blade or some members of the 20th century fox x-men actually crossing over into the mcu we know that probably won't be hugh jackman but maybe some of the other characters like uh, patrick stewart professor x may show up we've got to figure that's the way they're going to throw in ryan reynolds deadpool into the mcu anyway so lots of possibilities but i'm really intrigued by what marvel's doing it seems like you know for all of 2020 we've been kind of sitting on pause with marvel news but since production's resuming we're getting all kinds of casting announcements we're getting lots of insights in terms of what's coming up next for the next phase in marvel films and this one is really crazy uh i cut out the part where our dummies of the week because clearly the dummy of the week has to be the guy that made fun of the one guy for not wearing a mask and then realizing oh shoot me and my wife have it and most of my aides. so yeah you're the dummy of the week you know who you are um that's it for this episode i hope you enjoyed the rest of it and go back to last week's episode where you can get the information on that free giveaway so don't forget to check it out if you haven't already that's it for me hope you guys are staying safe and by the time I finish recording this episode, we're now on a game two. So go, Lakers. Thank you for listening. As always, this episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.